This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here. I am delighted to be with you today. This is my absolute favorite time of the year, this period between Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year. And I am always thinking about what people are going through, right? This is a time of major celebration for me and my family, but I also recognize that when you're really struggling in your marriage, It can also be a challenging time where you have the gatherings and the people and the time together more often than you might during other parts of the year, which can create a lot more opportunities for conflict and issues. And so in honor of this time of year, I want to provide you with an amazing resource that I created that will help you get through the holidays fight free. In fact, this is a training series called Fight Free Holidays, and I created it with the intention of helping you navigate three particular aspects of communication. The first is avoiding arguments in the first place, which I'm sure all of us would like to have many fewer arguments or difficult conversations that don't end well. The second goal was to help you to de-escalate arguments or tense conversations so that you actually end on a positive note. And then the third goal was to help you quickly recover when those conversations do go wrong, because inevitably they will. So these next three podcast episodes are going to be dedicated to sharing that training with you. It is a training that I announced and delivered quite quickly, so quickly, in fact, I did not even have a chance to share it with you here on the podcast, but I want this information to be accessible to you and to live on in a format that you can easily get to whenever you need it, not only during the holiday season, but at any point in the year. So I hope that you enjoy the next three weeks where I will be sharing each week one of the trainings. These were mini trainings where I taught for a portion and then responded to questions from the live audience. I know you will find it valuable. I know you will find it helpful. And it is my desire that you have an amazing and enjoyable holiday season that is fight free between you and your spouse. So get your pen, get your paper, 
and be ready to take action on this information that you are going to hear. All right, here we are, day three of our Fight Free Holidays. I am delighted that you have joined today and am really excited and eager to talk about tonight's topic, which is all about how to recover after a conversation goes wrong. If you've been following along, day one was all about how to avoid arguments in the first place. Day two, we talked about how to de-escalate arguments when you're in the middle of sort of a conversation that's going down a road you don't want it to. And today we're going to talk about recovery. And I want to offer you this idea that I was actually coaching a client on earlier today that no one of those three things is better than the other, right? It's not necessarily better to avoid arguments or to prevent intense conversations to turning into arguments or recovering. They're all equally valuable and equally important. And I have to be honest with you, my personal favorite, especially to coach on, is the recovery process. And the reason being is you're going to have arguments in your marriage, right? And as we talked about on the first day, the way arguments look in your marriage may be different than the way arguments look in someone else's marriage. So some of you might have the sort of yelling and raised voices and talking over each other type of argument. Others of you may have sort of the quiet cold war where maybe one person is talking and the other person is shutting down. So it comes to what arguments look like, they will be different. And it is really valuable to be able to recover and recover well, right? When you think about marriage, this is a lifelong journey and experience together. You're going to have lots of bumps in the road. You're going to have lots of misunderstandings. And when you have the right mindset about that, you will be equally excited about recovering from those moments as you are about avoiding them altogether. I think there is a sort of overvaluing of avoiding arguments and there's not a lot of learning in what you avoid. It's really through feeling like you're failing or feeling like you're taking a couple of steps back that you really get the opportunity to learn. Okay. So even though, right, like arguments are part of the deal in a marriage. I do want to acknowledge that when you have an argument or a tense conversation or a conversation doesn't go well, it leaves a little scratch on your connection, right? So between you and your spouse, there is, you can almost think of it as like a real line of connection, right? And sometimes that line and that experience of being connected to each other feels very, very strong. And then there are other times where it's a little weak or a little rocky. And so many times when you have difficult conversations that don't end well, it leaves a little scratch, right? It leaves a little scratch. And I want you to think about scratches that you might get on your actual physical body, right? Like imagine if you get a little scratch on your hand and it hurts for a while, right? Someone is usually not feeling great after an argument. 
But just like that scratch on your hand, that wound to the connection always heals. And I want you to just really think about that, that our body in its miraculousness knows how to heal itself. And I want to throw out the idea that you as a couple also know how to heal your connection, right? You have that ability just as your body can like heal from scratch, okay? So I want to offer you five points as it relates to the mindset of recovering, because there is a certain way that you have to think about tense moments or difficult conversations or arguments that will help you recover well. The first is it's just a moment in time, right? So an argument or a conversation that ends really badly is just a snapshot in time and that it doesn't have to define your future in any way, shape, or form. It's just a moment that happened. As soon as that moment is complete, you get to sort of take the ball and run with it whichever direction you want to. Many times people find themselves in challenging situations is because they take the ball and they run more towards conflict and ruminating over how badly the conversation went and how their partner didn't show up the way that they wanted them to, or even how they didn't show up the way that they wanted to. But you don't have to run in that direction. It's just a moment in time. The second is this idea that there's so much to learn here. I want you to really think about that. Like, what if you just saw every difficult conversation as an opportunity for you to learn so much about yourself, about your spouse, about the resiliency of your marriage? The third is we're still moving forward. I get so often the comment, it feels like we're taking one step forward and two steps back. And in some instances, that may be accurate, but what is missed is the fact that you're still farther ahead than you were when you started. A friend of mine made this beautiful analogy when we were talking about this one. She was like, you have to think about a rubber band. And a rubber band, right, it stretches back, but it still propels itself forward. And when it lands on the ground in front of you, it's still farther along than it was at the start. So even if you pick up that rubber band and you pull it back again, it's still several steps ahead than it was previously. And so I want you to think about this journey of improving your marriage and improving your communication as one where you're actually always moving forward, almost like time and days. Like you don't go backwards in days. You might have good days, you might have bad days, but the days are still progressing. And so are you as a couple, as you're learning to communicate better and better day by day, step by step forward, even if in those steps forward, you take a few steps back. The fourth is thinking of conflict as the opportunity and setting you up for deeper connection and greater understanding, right? Again, there's no learning when you don't have difficult conversations and when you don't have tense arguments that don't end well. So anytime that that's happening and your mindset is set on recovering, you're going to look for 
where can we be connected even more here, right? Going back to one of the principles I stated earlier, anything you do in your marriage is really coming from a place of trying to be happy together. And you and your partner may approach that in very different ways, but there's still so much learning, so much more understanding and so much more connection that can happen even in that scratch of the connection. And then the last piece when it comes to recovery is it's better to address what happened productively than sweeping it under the rug, right? So I don't want you to be afraid of the conflict. I don't want you to feel like, oh, we just got to sweep it under the rug and move on like nothing happened. I want you to think about how great it is and the value of being able to address things productively rather than just pretending like, the conversation never happened, okay? So let's talk about how to actually recover, right? The first thing I wanna offer you, and this is just step one for those note takers, is after the conversation that doesn't go so well, when you're in the present moment, I want you to start thinking about and identifying what you want most right now, right? right now being the aftermath of the conversation that didn't go so great. Ask yourself, like, what's important to you now? Now that the conversation has been had and what's said has been said, what is it that you want now? Usually what people want at the end of the day is connection and closeness because there's been a strain, it feels tense. And if you keep your mind focused on even though we just had this argument, what I want most is connection and closeness. It will put you in a solutions-oriented mindset, right? And I want you to then ask yourself, what would I need to let go of in order to mend this connection, right? If what I want is closeness, what would I need to let go of in order to mend this connection? And then I want you to really anchor yourself in why it's important to you. There's nothing we're able to do consistently and successfully if we don't have a compelling reason why. So why is it important that you feel close and connected, right? We're doing this training during the holiday season. And so like, maybe because you're going to be spending more time together, maybe because you want to enjoy this beautiful time of the year as a family, right? So think about and really set your mind on what it is you want the most, why it's important, and the impact of recovering well. That's number one. Number two is you have to evaluate what happened, right? And there are a lot of different ways to do that, right? We are, you know, any professional career, you're always evaluating things, right? I remember when I was working before I started my business. And we had like evaluations of everything. Like we were always looking at what was working, what didn't work, what we wanted to do differently, right? And so I want you to evaluate what happened in that argument or difficult conversation that didn't end well. And I want you to ask yourself, what was I looking for, right? Again, we are having conversation and communicating with each other because what we want is we're trying to find our way to being happy together. So what were you looking for in that conversation? 
Was it understanding? Was it agreement, right? Did you actually want them to agree with you? Or was it action? Did you want them to take a specific action? Be really clear about that and just like analyze that for yourself. Then you're going to look at what worked well about how you approached the conversation, right? And if you're the type of person to like be hard on yourself, this may be kind of hard to do if you're feeling like the argument was your fault. But I want you to just identify like what actually worked well about how you approached the conversation and really consider that as what you want to package up and use the next time, right? So it's always a great idea when things are working to find what's working, understand why it's working, and then almost like put it in a box and know that like, I can pull this out again and replicate this in my marriage later. Then you're going to look at what didn't work so well. What didn't work so well about my approach? What didn't work so well about my reactions, right? And you're just going to be very honest there. And you're going to want to look at why you reacted that way, right? Get really comfortable and intimate with yourself about what was going on for you. Like what caused you to approach it the way you approached it or to react the way that you reacted. This is just helpful data. This is how you learn from those steps back, right? Number three is to really get clear about what's going to be required of you in order to recover well, right? What's going to be required of you if what you want is connection and closeness, and you've looked at what you did well, what didn't go so well, then you're going to want to identify what's required of me now. If I want to recover well, what is it that I need to do within myself, right? And I want to offer you four potential options here. One is vulnerability. Vulnerability to me is the solution to like most marriage issues all of the time, right? And by vulnerability, as you're thinking about recovering from a challenging conversation is owning your emotions, right? So that might look like going back to your partner, like, you know what? I was thinking about it. I reacted the way I did because I was really frustrated and I've been holding this in for a while. And so I'm going to take ownership for my feelings and how my negative emotions created a result in this conversation that wasn't very helpful, right? Another thing that might be required of you is taking responsibility, right? It kind of goes hand in hand with that vulnerability where you're owning not only your emotions, which is the vulnerability side, but you're also owning your choices and your behaviors. I take responsibility for blaming you, right? I take responsibility for the way I approached you in this conversation. Another thing that may be required of you is empathy, right? Maybe you're the receiving end of a complaint or a piece of feedback and you were defensive and dismissive. And so maybe what you need in order to recover is demonstrating empathy, right? Where you're acknowledging feelings of your partner. And then another thing that might be required is an actual apology, right? Where it's acknowledging how your actions impacted the other person. A lot of times people are like 
you know, when they don't think they did anything wrong, it's hard for them to apologize. But, you know, apology goes hand in hand with empathy, where you can apologize that what you did or said created an experience for your spouse, even if it wasn't your intention, even if you feel like they misinterpreted things, you can still allow your heart to connect with them and express, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. I'm really sorry that what I said impacted you in the way that it did. That wasn't my intention. Okay. And then the fourth step in all of this is to take action quickly. What I mean by that is when you have reflected on what you want and evaluated how you showed up to the conversation and identified what's necessary to recover, you want to take action quickly. And the more time that passes, when you have this awareness, when you see what could have been done differently, the more time that passes, the less likely you will be to go back and have a recovery conversation. It's just human tendency, right? The longer we put things off, the less important it feels to us in the moment, and then the less likely we are to do it. So in order to do that, you're going to have to lean into courage. You're going to have to lean into your positive intent. And it's so funny because when I'm coaching my clients and we talk about something, we deconstruct an argument or something that isn't working, I will sometimes just have them text their spouse in the middle of a session. I'll be like, you know what? I want to capitalize on this moment. I want to capitalize on what you're seeing and learning about yourself. And I want you to like take action on it now, like send that text. They're like, what, really? And I'm like, yeah, there's no time like the present time. And hands down when they do that, they always get a positive response and it just opens the door to mend that connection again, right? So I'll review these steps again. And you think about for you, where is the place that you want to start, right? Like you're going to have access to, you know, these recordings. So you don't want to try to like do them all in one day, right? You want to pace yourself and just find like, where can I be doing better? Where's the place that I know is my next step, right? So is it really sitting and thinking about what it is you want the most now after the argument? Is it really being able to evaluate what happened Is it being really clear about what's required of you or is it just taking the action and taking the step to mend the conversation, right? All right, everybody. I'm going to say happy holidays to you all. May you have a wonderful, beautiful holiday season. May you either avoid arguments May you de-escalate arguments. May you recover quickly from arguments. I want you to have a wonderful experience ending this year and stepping into the next. And I hope that this training series has been a helpful resource in helping you to do that. All right. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On to When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.